TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. She can run the 40 faster than Tom Brady. He got a perfect score on the Wonderlick. They are Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, just add us together. You have the perfect football player. Hey, welcome to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff right here on CBS Sports Radio. We've taken over the morning show. It's our first week, and we're so glad to have you along with us. Not so jazzed about the football game tonight, but there are a lot of implications when you look at the Bears and the Commanders. Not the sexiest matchup, Perloff, but... For the Bears, clearly an organization at a crossroads and could be looking at major changes at the end of the year. Well, there was so much promise for most of that game against the Broncos. Last week, Justin Fields looked like he had finally figured it out. And I don't think the loss was on Fields at all. There was a lot went wrong there. I mean, turns out just playing the Broncos defense, you know, will really make everyone look very, very good. You got to be a little careful about that. I think the question always has been with Justin Fields, is this is not the same regime that drafted him. Was he always going to be on a little bit of shaking ground or a little bit, uh, you know, like you see what happens now with teams who did draft quarterbacks that turn out don't turn out to be that great. Like the Jets can't quit Zach Wilson because this regime picked him second overall. This is not the same regime that picked Justin Fields, right? There's no real ownership maybe of, yeah. you know, really making it work at all costs. You could see them if they have the draft you know, or in position next year, just moving on from him and starting over. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's interesting because we get so excited about first round draft picks. Justin Fields was the number 11 pick. Yeah. More often, you know, it's like 60, 40 that these guys don't work out. He was so electric in the college football playoff though. I yeah. think that it was like, but, yeah, it was a huge audience. Even if you're not a diehard Ohio State fan or if you don't watch a lot of college football, you were probably watching the games he was playing in. Uh, but Ohio State, you always have the question, is it the Ohio State offense or is it the quarterback? Yep. Uh, C.J. Stroud has been great, which is a surprise because most of the Ohio State quarterbacks have not. They struggled, yep. I, I just think that Chicago has some sort of fundamental problem with quarterback. I don't know what it is. I have a lot of friends who are Bears fans, and they just can't get it right. I mean, my buddy Andy Dalton was there and had no chance. Uh, you go back, Jay Cutler was the most talented guy they ever had, but I think he was not the greatest locker room guy, and you go on and on and on. Maggie and Perloff, we also have a show bet that we are going to pay off, and that will be tomorrow. Perloff is going to eat a bowl of Skyline Chili with no hands. If you want to watch that on a live stream, you can do so. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Of course, across the country on all of our incredible CBS Sports Radio affiliates. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I would like to change gears for a second, can we, Pete? I think it's time to check in with our pal Dion Sanders. Let's do our daily Dion because we love Dion so much, we talk about him every single day. Daily. Do you believe in that? Dion. 
worlds collided yesterday. As people will get to know, Perloff is a diehard Philadelphia sports everything. So that's the Eagles. It's the Phillies, of course. And it's also the Philadelphia 76ers. Deion Sanders was addressing the 76ers who are in Fort Collins, Colorado for their training camp. Of course. Uh, like like one does. Duh. And here's what he had to say. A lot of folks duck that smoke right now. <laughs> yeah, they, they want to be Tarzan on paper. Yeah. Don't sell me the game that this is what I'm going to get, but then when I turn on the TV, I don't get that. I'm like that. Give me that. If it's B playing the joke, I want to see B versus the joke. All right? I want to see that. And he goes and get it, right? I love it. I'm that. I love the matchup. But I want to see it. That's what I, that's what I want to see. That's why I say it up. That is Deion Sanders basically saying, kind of calling out Joel Embiid yeah. a little bit, right? Like if no, 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 no. I don't think that was calling out Embiid. There was okay. just two games where Embiid and Jokic were in the MVP race, and they didn't face each other for different reasons. Yeah. I think he's calling out everybody. I think he's calling out all the modern NBA players. And it's sort of the attitude of NFL players. I mean, Dion for reinventing college football is old school. Yeah, he is. And I think watching guys load manage must drive him nuts. See, I thought he was kind of calling this was specifically for Embiid because it's it's like don't say you're Tarzan and then I tune in and you're not playing well. Right. And Embiid had a terrible game seven against the Celtics, right? No, I mean, no, 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 Harden no. really had the bad game, but like they kind of no-showed and got blown out by the Celtics in no. game seven of the playoffs last year. I think that's what he was talking about. That's not what he was talking about. He was talking about there was supposed to be this head-to-head with, with Jokic yeah. and Embiid at the end of the season. I'm almost sure that's what he was talking about. I could be wrong. I, don't, I, don't I think thought he was going a little deeper on No, no. Game. He's talking about guys not playing. I don't think he's talking about showing up and then not performing. Uh, he would not rip Joel Embiid to his face. What would be the point of that? No, no, he's not ripping him to his face, but I think it was, it was like targeted. And also no. it's funny. He wants to see Embiid and Joker. Does Joel Embiid want to see that? Is he? Yeah, yeah. No, this was specifically one game they were talking about where they were supposed to match up. No, and I remember epic. It. No, he's not talking about like having a poor performance. What does he care if the Sixers lose to the Celtics? Well, I, I just assume that Dion was asked to speak to the team by the 76ers brass, right? right? And so what's the one thing that has to change about the 76ers besides the drama that, that seems to find them with players like Ben Simmons and James Harden now? The one thing that has to change is Embiid's got to get them past the second round of the playoffs. Like, that's... He's the reigning MVP. He's the one who's got to put the team on its back for a playoff series. So I thought this was the team kind of telling Dion, hey, we need a motivational speech here. We need it to be directed at Joel Embiid. He's uh, the most important no. person on the team. No, no, no. I, what, what, what does Dion have interest in the Sixers? Why does he want to help the Sixers? I don't know. Why was he speaking to him in the first place? To well, he was speaking. No, no. This is Dion, the NBA fan who wants to sit and watch a showdown <laughs> of the great players. I think he's talking to everybody. I think he's saying, listen, you're not going to, if you skip 10 games, you're doing a disservice to the fans. And I am an NBA fan. I, I don't think this had anything to do with the Sixers. I don't, what is he? I'm sure. Who's his team? Probably. I, no I assume the Lakers. I, don't, I have no idea why, but. He, from Florida, so he was specific, heat. and he actually everyone's taking this as he's specifically addressing that game. Because MB, I guess, will not show up against Joker. He'd kill him, by the way. He's the one guy who'd probably match up well against Jokic. Yeah, well, the thing is, Jokic will make it to the finals, and the 76ers have to do their part. Yeah, and I, I, I don't think that's really going to happen with the 76ers. But don't you think this is uh, like the '90s athletes probably look like Michael Jordan? I think of Michael Jordan's ultimate. Don't they look at the modern athletes and say, "What are you doing?" Well, we talked to Magic Johnson, 
and he was ticked off about it. He hates load management because we asked him whether the new rules are going to change, you know, guys not playing. And he got really animated when we spoke to him last week. Yeah, uh, I'm like that too. I'm old school. I want to see them play. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you always show up. The question though, I don't think most fans like load management. Will these any of these rules affect this? Because one guy is just fake injuries. Uh, they can, but they also, didn't they try to put a mechanism in place for that? You need like a third-party yeah. doctor or something to come in and oh, is that diagnose your tendonitis. I think yeah, I kept reading the headlines that they're going to stop load management, but I figured teams would always find a workaround. No, no, I think you have to be able to prove it to someone besides the team trainer. Wow. Uh, that's good. NBA's not messing around. I don't know. I, I feel like they've lost a lot of fans the last couple of years because the regular season has lost its... When I was younger, I remember NBC would show a regular season game and it felt like a big deal. Now the NBA regular season games feel a little watered down. Yeah, you think? Because no one's ever <laughs> suiting up for them. Yes, it's a massive problem and could lead to them losing potentially tens of millions of dollars in their next TV deal. Well, listen, Harden showed up. The Sixers are fine. They're going to be in the finals this year against Joker. What? No, I'm just kidding. Can I, um, man, can I complain for a second? It's not about waking up early. This is not about the new schedule. I actually love the new schedule. It's been awesome so far. We love doing mornings on CBS Sports Radio. But something that's starting to bother me, you know, gender norms, like in this country, you know, sometimes like men are supposed to do some things and women are kind of supposed to do other things. And I think we're blurring the lines between that quite a bit in today's society, right? I think we've done a good job of like, it's not just if you're a man, you got to do this and a woman, you got to do this. We're all kind of doing everything. There's one thing that won't go away though. I am now on a text thread with my husband's friends' wives. Follow that logic. My husband, his Mm -hmm. friends from high school, their wives, we're all, all the women are on a text chain because they want to throw a reunion. Like everyone to get together for like a weekend over the summer or something, or maybe the winter. I don't know. I'm not reading any of these texts. Anyway, they want to get together, and it falls on the women to have to yeah. plan this whole thing because they think the men are incapable of doing this. And this is just one of those gender norm things that has to go away. So the, you're saying there would never be a text thread with me and all, like, the husbands? Planning a vacation for everybody? No way. So my no wife, shot. My wife has a group of core friends of about five women that yeah. she's been friends with forever. I would in a million years not get on a text thread with their husband. <laughs> of course husbands. you wouldn't. And I, I love these women. They're great. I don't know any of them. I don't know any of them. We all know each other through our husbands, our friends from high school. We're all from different parts of the country. We're all got different things going on. It's just wild that I've got to plan a vacation now with these women who I'm basically acquaintances with for my husband and his good friends. Well, let me ask you a question then. Okay. Are there any gender differences? Like does a mother and father have different roles in your mind? I mean, I think that that's kind of blurring a little bit. I, I think so, right? Yeah, blurring We're pretty a little modern bit, around but I got, our house. Totally. But in my house, there are certain things where mom... Oh, my husband mom, takes out the garbage. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Mom, is Without the, fail. mom is the go-to on certain things. Oh, okay. Like what? Well, everything. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I have two daughters, so emotionally... Eventually, mom is the go-to. Yeah. No, my husband's really good. Like, he's responded to emails from the teachers. He's... You know, it's not just all about mom, mom, mom all the time. He's awesome. Okay. And I have a son, so they connect. On well, the, here's the million-dollar million question, Maggie, is yeah. who 
started this group text? Did the husband, did your husband and his friends throw you guys in this group text? Or did you guys start it? Because All, you yes. think that men are incapable of planning. I never said anything about these guys. I I think they're totally capable of planning something. All of a sudden, it popped up one day. Hey, guys, like, here's a text message. Let's start looking at Airbnbs. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't, I don't. I don't care. Just tell wait, me where, where to show up, and I'll show up, and I'll be a good. I'll be a good soldier, but I don't want to plan this thing. Where are you going? We don't know yet. But you need to get to the bottom of this. Is who? Why did that? Why did that one woman start this group? Is she? Does she think her husband's incapable, or did her husband say, "I'm incapable. We're all <laughs> yeah. incapable. You guys need to do it." Okay. Well, it's a bunch of forty-year-old guys. I think they can figure out an Airbnb. They all well, figured out each other's bachelor parties so somehow. I'm, I'm no. glad that you're not creating these gender norms, Maggie. But somebody is continuing this trend. I know. Okay. So and I'm caught up in the crossfire. And really, the reason why this even happened is because there's so a lot of people on the West Coast. So the text messages were coming in like fast and furious. And I got to go to bed now at like nine o'clock at night. Well, what if the men plan the trip? Let me ask you this. Yeah. And it's done. And it's either, okay, let's all go to Vegas. Let's all go to New Orleans. Let's all go on a golf vacation (laughs) somewhere. Would you? Men can't go anywhere else but those three. Because that's like the bachelor party stuff that we planned. So what if they plan that kind of trip? Are you saying that as a woman, you'd be like, okay, fine. That's, that's totally cool. I'd be like, all right, Friday, we're doing dinner in Rick's Cabaret. Saturday, we're doing Bourbon Street. Oh, of course, I don't know. I would just rather go along with it than have to plan for a bunch of guys. Like, I know they're more capable than this. You should plan something very mm. boring. I think there's... <laughs> then we all lose. I maybe. think there is the thought... Amish country or something? There is the thought that the wives would not be happy with what the men plan. So why just cut through the step of the men coming up with their plan, which would be inferior? I just think... I'm sorry, am I being... You're leaning into the gym. You're saying am I, it's inferior? <laughs> I can't plan things. If I planned a trip for my wife and her friends, it would be vetoed. There is just a hundred percent chance. <laughs> you wouldn't, wouldn't get past the committee. It would be then they would come up with a plan. Yeah, I guess I'm leaning into that because then they would come up with a plan, and that would, would be what okay, happened. Listen, you guys want to do spa day? I'm all for it. If the guys, the husbands want to get manicures and pedicures. Do you think? Do you honestly think? All right, leave it to the forty year old guys. Do you think that they're going to come up with something that everyone's happy with? I, don't, I think it's impossible to get a group consensus this big anyway. Because the only group consensus that matters is what the five what wives the think. <laughs> yes, There's, that's the group consensus. The guys come on. Oh, man, I am leaning in, aren't I? You are leaning in big time. I think but the am guys I wrong? can do it. Yes. Listen, if it's a golf vacation, Pat, fine. Pat, you, when you get together with your guys, what, guy friends, you guys plan trips? We, yeah, we we planned a trip to the Bahamas last year when it was perfect. It was went swimmingly. There was no hiccups in the yeah. itinerary. No, I know, but Pat's single guy. They don't have any women they have to please. It but was by the way, dudes. no, it sounds like he knows what he's doing. You should loop Pat <laughs> yeah. into this Actually, text. Pat, can you plan a vacation for? <laughs> yeah, a yeah I know. It sounds like you have some skills here. <laughs> where you, you so you don't know where you're going, so you have to find out where you're going. I'll I'll figure out some destinations. I'll get you the Airbnb. <laughs> I will get you the airfare. Ready to go. Is this part of the producer role now? You got to plan on vacation. <laughs> if it gets for, me the job, for, sure. <laughs> for people who I'm like, tangentially uh, associated with. I am wild. You went to the Bahamas with a bunch of guy friends. Like we went to the Jersey Shore. Like <laughs> we could barely execute that. <laughs> All it, it it takes just it takes patience and it takes somebody who's willing to put down the credit one card. One or two things. Yeah, well, somebody to put down a credit card, but also like two people at most just stepping forward and say, "All right." Are we cool with this? Because everybody's going to be like, oh, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know. You get a date and you say, hey, be this here. is the date. Anybody yeah. have any exceptions? All right, I'm booking the flight. 
here's the flight, this is the flight date. This Someone, is where we're someone's staying. gotta take the reins. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't want that person to be me. You need yeah. an alpha. Yep. Bilotti, you've been quiet here. <laughs> well, I, I, with any planning of trips, I want to be. Uh, I want to do it. <laughs> no, because I, I want to know where I'm going. I want to know the hotel I'm staying at. I don't want to because if I put it in someone else's hands and the hotel stinks, I'm going to be mad. Oh, okay. Right. So, so I'm, you'd rather have yourself to blame. I'd rather blame myself. I'd All rather right. find the, the right things that I think would work for everybody. You should do as an experiment, Maggie. You should you should send. Uh, text saying the men should plan this and see what happens. And if no, none of the wives, but out here's of the, the thing: if none of the wives complained or everybody was okay with what the men planned, then you're right. But if any of the wives veto this plan, then maybe there is a reason <laughs> these biases exist. I can't just parachute into this thing after I don't respond to basically any of the texts. Be like, guys, don't you think our husbands can take care of this? They will excommunicate me. I'm not trying to. Because your husbands can't take care of this. Everybody knows that they can't. If me and my guy friends tried to plan a big vacation get together, would not happen. Oh man, I, I just if I, it was the five here. if it was the five of us guys, then it would definitely happen. It'd do you guys? Do you girls have to go on the reunion trip? Do you want to go? Well, that's another thing. Great I'm like, question. How about this? You? How about the guys can just go, and that's cool. Like, yeah, I, we did a ranking not too long ago of what was it? Top five best vacations. And, like, types of vacation, beach vacation, you know, ski vacation, whatever. And girls trip, guys trip was number one on the list because it's always great. Whether you're in your 20s, it's great. It's great when you have a family and you, and you can have a time to go bond with your friends because it's usually pretty rare. Girls yeah. trip or guys trip is is the ultimate. Yeah, I like when my wife goes on a lot of girls trips yeah. and seems to recharge her and it's like the best. yeah that sounds cool and guys and trips too i don't want to go out with a bunch of i don't want to go on a trip with five couples right no not at all it's a lot of small talk oh but see the guys are really good friends so like they're right so you have a great point just go guys what's well, the what's the point of bringing everybody <laughs> only way you can do the couples is if it, if the couples all of them are friends the right. girls and the guys. Now, I, I well, we are all friendly. Friend. Everyone gets along, but, but we but just don't. Friends. We all live in different cities. We don't know. We don't have that shared history of going to high school together. No, there's no history there. Brian mm. is in the chat. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. She goes, Maggie knows none of these wives listen to the show. Oh, yeah. That's that, a given. That just occurred to me. Uh, <laughs> do you ever see Goodfellas where they all go on vacation together? There's a scene where they show all the pictures. Like yeah. That always struck me as completely not fun well i mean i guess going <laughs> in an organized crime it's different <laughs> but it's got a lot of secrets but yeah i don't totally get you know couples vacations with kids i i we've never had that we've done it with family obviously yeah with family My that's that's how we usually do that's that fun, but... yeah eh, is it <laughs> <laughs> that one i like 855-212-4cbs 855-212-4227 and mag we also have twitch Twitch stream, Twitch chat, which they are very, uh, very impassioned about there being a Twitch chat as well as a YouTube chat. Somebody in there, Andy Lean, says, how hard is it to plan a trip? It's a guy's weekend, Maggie. Stay away. Oh, I, I will so stay now you're away. getting arrows. No, but I don't want to. I'm not trying to impede on the vacation. I'm not like, hey, guys, wait up. You forgot to, you know, plan. I, I don't want to go. I mean, actually, that's not true. I do want to go. I don't want to plan it. And hi, everyone on Twitch. Well, plan it for a place you want to go to. Then, then settle it at that. And where, where do you want to go? Right. Like, what's a what's a Maggie Gray ideal spot for this party? I mean, I'd really just love to take a nap. Go to the <laughs> uh, beach. I, I'm a huge beach person. I there love a pool as well. That doesn't I seem could, too I hard to plan. Be a lake person. Uh, 
go to a place that has a good beach and uh, and a great hotel on the beach. Yeah, go down to Florida. <laughs> right. All right. Well, see you later. <laughs> I got to We plan it right now. Just text people. I got eight women on this thread. Yeah, I think. Huh? Yeah, just text them back. Hey, uh, I talked to my three guys on my show, and they have a great plan. We're going to the beach in Fort Lauderdale. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Okay, I guess it's me. I'm the bad person because I don't want to plan this. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Thanks. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. I got to tell you, Maggie, we switch to the mornings. Yep. It's a little harder on me. Are you doing okay? No, just because I have to watch the Phillies at night, and I, I have a team oh, alive in you. postseason baseball. I love September and October in sports so much. When you have baseball going on, you got football going on, you got basketball and hockey starting. This is. Are you a fall person, or do you like the spring when a bunch of things are going on? Yeah, there's kind of like two, right? You yeah. either love this part of the year, football, uh, baseball, like you said, or you love March Madness, opening day, the Masters, like that. Yeah. April kind of gives you a fun, fun. Yeah, time like too. championship time yep. for me. This this is by far the best. It's a little busy. I mean, we have a lot of pressure on us <laughs> well, to fit all this in. You know, I think you have more pressure on you than me, considering tomorrow the Skyline Chili bet gets paid off right here on Maggie and Perloff, 8 o'clock Eastern. So right about this time tomorrow, Perloff, he has to eat a bowl of Skyline Chili with no hands. That's it. Pie eating contest style. Yesterday you asked about handcuffs. I don't know why you wanted handcuffs to keep your hands behind your back, but I'm intrigued. (laughs) Now we got Pat's attention. Sort of a fantasy. Good morning. So here's some serving. <laughs> the fantasy is the handcuffs and the chili. You just rolled over that yeah. too, Parloff. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Here's serving <laughs> suggestions. Well, this is <laughs> it's apropos to what we're talking about. On the back of the can, it says you can enjoy a three-way, four-way, or five-way, or a skyline cheese coney. Listen. What the heck does that mean? What's don't go three-way? pulling us into this thing. You cook six ounces of spaghetti per serving, uh, and then you heat the skyline chili. Okay, here's good. Uh, and then to make a three-way, spread three ounces of shredded Skyline mild cheddar cheese. And to make a five-way, add two teaspoons of cooked red beans and onions and cheese. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like a lot. So you can make a... They have things three-way, four-way, five-way, different ways to eat Skyline chili, which is the famous Cincinnati chili. Wait, so where are you cooking the spaghetti? That's a good question. Do we have a pot? Or oven or anything we like that. We don't have or... a stove here. I'll go double check. It's Is there a office. stove in the pantry? We might no. have pot. I don't know if we have a pot. 
<laughs> no, in this crowd, there's definitely lots of pot. Um, That's a great question. I guess I could you, microwave it. No, I think no, you'd you have can't to microwave micro- spaghetti. Oh How yeah, you can. That? You microwave spaghetti to cook it the first yeah, yeah, time, just not put to water heat it up. You could definitely, you could definitely microwave spaghetti if it's in a can. No, so with the chili we can microwave. No, the yes. chili we microwave, but not the spaghetti. You could microwave spaghetti. You can't. So I think you should make <laughs> the spaghetti Wogan. tonight like, am at I home. In outer space? What are you guys yeah. talking about? <laughs> make the spaghetti at home, <laughs> like uncooked tonight. spaghetti. Are yes. You? Oh yeah. You know, you'd have to you'd have to eat that in a pot. I'm like, what the hell's yeah. going on around here? Thank you, Bogus. Well, I am so glad I brought all this stuff in today because I never thought about the fact that there's no there's no stovetop anywhere in this whole building. It's no. an office. <laughs> what do you? Well, I, there is like a Google cafeteria, but you can't go into that. Wait, <laughs> why would there be an open flame in this office? I don't know. In my old office, we're adults. There's a lot. Of, there's a full kitchen over there. Is it though? It's a sink and a <laughs> yeah. couple vending machines, right? And an ice maker. And an I, ice kinda, maker. I came from the Dan Patrick Show where we had like six grills and five stoves, and we cooked all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know because you guys actually, had a man cave. In all seriousness, it's just an entertainment company. There's never a cooking session or anything in this place. No. What are you, Bobby Flay? We're talking about sports <laughs> around here. Why would there be a cooking right. segment? We so, barely have enough things to do a sports show. <laughs> They're not going to add on. Appliances. It's not the Today Show. Like, yeah. What do you think we're doing? Well, we were at Sports Illustrated together, Maggie. There, yeah. there was a test kitchen, right? There definitely was. There was, but that's because Sports Illustrated was also, also owned People Magazine and that some other cooking magazine. So there's all sorts of shows around this place. Tons of shows. You, you think you the fans a... cooking anything? <laughs> I don't know. There are entertainment <laughs> stations up there. We're going to have Perloff's Pastries. He's going to bake cookies <laughs> yeah. at 8 o'clock every morning with a little easy bake oven in the middle of the uh, studio yeah, now. I don't think uh, like CBS 101 Light FM is not going to be up there doing a cooking yeah. segment. We should have a stovetop. By the no, way. we there, shouldn't. There I should gotta not tell you, be what are you gas or electricity <laughs> fueling Why? Because we're idiots. Do you, uh, yeah, yeah, you don't trust yourself, Bogus? No, I know how to cook. I trust myself. I can cook things. Okay. It's the other idiots that work here. We are on a 24-7 operation. You don't think someone's going to leave the stove on? You're right. crazy. Well, you don't Every have day. to have a gas stove. You can have an electric stove. And I don't Bang. think it's that right. I think a lot of offices have full kitchens. People cook, like make their lunch and dinner. No? They do? I've yeah. Ne- I've never worked in an office that had a Me full kitchen. Well, I guess SI did, but that was like a test kitchen. They were shooting like fancy videos and stuff in there. So the two places I worked are Dan Patrick Show and SI, <laughs> and they both had full kitchens. I-, I worked at the NBA that never had a kitchen. Major League Baseball oh. never had a kitchen. NFL no. had a gigantic. And the biggest cafeteria, there were 50 ovens there. We could have... Ovens? That, were you, like, going to roast a turkey? They had, like, a 200-person cafeteria. Oh, like, you couldn't Google. go use that stuff. They made food for... Oh, that's, like, there was a bet. Workers. Yeah, if there was a uh, bet that where I had to make chili, then they would have let me use the <laughs> stove for five minutes. And by the way, it says you can cook pasta in a microwave. Place your pasta in a microwave-safe bowl, cover it with water, and microwave on high for three minutes. You're done. Oh, I didn't, I've never cooked pasta in a microwave. No, don't do that. Nobody has. Oh, sure. <laughs> <That's excellent. laughs> I mean, actually, that's pretty sad that you actually, are like, you really need a microwave pasta. I don't own a microwave. Oh, look at you. <laughs> you don't own a microwave? I do not own a microwave. You know how many things I use a microwave for on, like, on a daily basis? <laughs> yeah. Pot. <laughs> yeah, you have I, a child I don't mind a microwave pot. I know. It's really, it's difficult. What do you use, an air fryer, an oven, and a toaster oven? Yep. Yes, and yes. And a stovetop. The air fryer has been a game changer. Bogish is here with headlines. Good morning, Bogish. Uh, good morning, everybody. No air fryers here. Uh, they couldn't win a playoff game for 19 years. Now the Twins can't lose one. A two-game sweep of the Blue Jays, thanks to great pitching, some timely hits, 
and some really good defense. Pick up a tip to second, and they got him! They got him at second base! Sonny Gray and Correa picked off Guerrero at second base! That was on Twins Radio. The pickoff happened in the fifth inning with the tying runs in scoring position. A full count on Toronto's best hitter, Bo Bichette. Gray says Correa started planning in the first inning. He comes up after the first inning and he says, hey, listen, listen, listen to me. They can't hear the third base coach yell back. You can pick. There, there's going to be an option to pick. He's like, the timing pick is going to be there. It's going to be there. So he went on to say that Correa then in the fifth inning sent a signal through the pitch comm. I knew the shortstop had one, yeah. but I thought it was just to listen so he knew what was coming pitch-wise. But he can. there's a code for, for timing pickoff at second base? So I was thinking about that, too. I thought only the shortstop could hear the pitch comm or right. knows what pitch is coming, and then I thought Correa then delivered like a hand signal. He said, I heard timing play at second base in the pitch comp. So I went through all of my things to make it look normal. And then I spawned and he was there and I threw it. By the way, that's how Sunday Gray described it. Why could he not hear the third base coach? Oh, because it was really loud because they had a lot of people there. Yes. (laughs) Unlike the Rays, who Maggie said it's fine that nobody showed up at the Rays, but they could have gained a competitive advantage in Tampa like they did in Minnesota. But no, for for Maggie, it doesn't matter if you show up or not. I know. Well, I can't, you know, blame like incompetence on the managerial staff because they didn't have enough fans in the building. That's crazy. (laughs) Come on. Uh, so the Twins won this game 2-0. They held Toronto to one run in two games. They had lost their previous nine series. Now they face the Astros in the ALDS. The other series is Rangers-Orioles because Texas swept the Rays in Tampa 7-1. First time since 2011 that the Rangers won a series. The Phillies, meanwhile, making a habit of advancing, sweeping the Marlins 7-1, fueled by a Bryson Stott Grand Slam their reward, though, is a meeting with the 104-win Braves. Bring it on. And the Diamondbacks are done with the Brewers, taking Game 2 in Milwaukee 5-2. Craig Council's team has now lost nine of its last ten postseason games. We're disappointed. I mean, you, these these chances are sacred. They're, they're um, you know, for, the, for players that you get this window to have some – have a great month of October, and so it hurts for it to be over. Council would not answer questions about his future post game. He's at a contract. The team wants him back, apparently, but there's plenty of speculation about Council following President David Stearns to the Mets. Uh. All four division <laughs> series begin it's happening. on Saturday. Just, oh, it's ridiculous. Just know it's happening. He's going to be the next manager in the Mets. It's fine. Uh, when they have a heartbreaking loss, hearing that same clip <laughs> is going to be exhilarating. I'll tell you that Is much. there anyone you want to hear after your team loses? Yeah. Like, who's a coach that delivers a really good we-just-lost speech? I, I, I just They're all annoying when you lose. I don't know. There, there's some people that will really rub you the wrong way more than others. Well, but who cares about the speech? I care more that they can't win playoff games. Right. I'm glad that they get there, yeah. but then they can't win them. Yeah, well, the Mets already have that trouble. They don't need someone else. What manager would get you excited? Is there somebody that's out there? That... Not, not on the list they're providing, <laughs> uh, but Joe Madden's on that list. That's an intriguing candidate, I think. Yeah, that would be really I, good. I mean, that's just another retread, but... I, you know, it'd be good, a Buck Showalter type. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Buck Showalter. <laughs> I wonder if he's available. 
Um, before baseball resumes on Saturday, you've got the Bears and the Commanders on Thursday night football. Washington has lost its last two games. Chicago yet to win one this season. Uh, it's day three now of Lakers versus Nuggets. L.A. still <laughs> bothered by Denver's behavior after their Western Conference final last spring. Nuggets head coach Michael Malone don't care. Oh, they're talking about us? Yeah. yeah I, that was like four months ago. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't speak for anybody in L.A. You know, I can speak for the 17 players on our team, 18 players now in our group. But uh, if they're still worried about us, that's on them. It was Malone who was introed as the Lakers' daddy at the World at the Finals parade, and who made jokes about LeBron, suggesting he might retire. I don't understand. He makes it sound like four months is distant history. It's like that was four months ago. <laughs> like the Nuggets win the title all the time. I feel like I understand what he's saying, but still feels like that just happened to me. Whatever. The other thing is, I think the Lakers are doing a little Michael Jordan thing here. Yeah, there's no way they're actually this offended by any of that stuff. Like they're just. Doing it's what that they thing. Need. Yeah. yeah. It's like they clearly need this because no one takes this kind of stuff that person. But all the Lakers fans in the media are getting all up in arms. You see Richard Sherman said history will forget Michael Malone. He went after him and said, You are a one and done championship coach. Like Lakers people get in their feelings a little bit, Maggie. Uh I guess so. I don't I think the Nuggets will win another title. That's not a one and done. Well, you and I just Nick Nurse might be a one and done. I think everybody in the NBA, I think it's a new champion every year. I don't think anybody's repeating. That is a, it's five in a row, right? Different champions. I don't think the Nuggets are repeating. Show bet. Well, <laughs> let's pay off the chili tomorrow first before we get into another and one. maybe drive to Texas. And also, Pat and I have to just, uh, make stakes for our show bet. Will Taylor Swift show up to the Chiefs at Vikings? Ooh. And I'm fairly confident, Maggie, so however extreme you want to get, if you're confident as well, All right. let okay, me know. Okay, I got it. I got it. How about the loser has to wear Taylor Swift bright red lipstick? And I actually, I don't know who that'll bother more. Because <laughs> I, can, I can't see Maggie wearing that bright red. <laughs> at least I own some. That um, You don't know that about shade. Uh, I might have that shade somewhere. I will do it. Who has to wear the bright red lipstick? I mean, Pat, that's a little, you're going to look like the Joker. I don't think that's that big. It wouldn't be the first time I put red lipstick on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, because I, I did. <laughs> hold on. Let me explain. Let me explain. Oh, Nelly. Because I was the Joker for Halloween. Oh. Yeah. yeah, but don't make it crooked. It was a Tuesday like in May, it. but whatever. Yeah. But you, <laughs> shut up, Andrew. But this one's got to be in the lines. Yes. You, you can do regular well, red lipstick as if well, I was Taylor Swift. We'll ask Allie, the makeup artist, to do it for you. Like, professionally applied. Say no more. All right. What um I didn't hear this bet go down. Who's on the no side? Because that's the correct answer. Me. Okay, good. D- that's the correct answer. She's not going Bogus, to you Minneapolis. You literally said everything you've said today is wrong. I uh, want you to know that. Except caricature. Had that one nailed. <laughs> Look, ask Oxford himself how to say it. I, I guarantee you, you can say caricature. Caricature. <laughs> I mean, you can say it all ask you want. Ask Merriam. <laughs> ask John Webster. Yeah, whatever their names are. Webster, yeah, Have sure. you ever heard the expression Jiminy caricature? <laughs> 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 Rolls off the tongue, quite frankly. Yeah. <laughs> Caricature. Okay. Uh, Masai was out again last night, so Inter Miami lost again 4 1 at the Chicago <laughs> Fire. They are now 1 3 and 2, and he doesn't play. They're five points out of a playoff spot with three matches left. Elsewhere in MLS, Vancouver, LAFC, Seattle, Houston, Real Salt Lake all clinched playoff spots last night, and Illinois' Memorial Stadium. Can host tomorrow night showdown with Nebraska. No seating adjustments necessary. The structure is safe after a fire in the south end of the stadium on Tuesday night. Guys, back to you. What caught fire? Part of the stadium. Oh, wow. Mm. They're making chili. 
<laughs> they were trying someone, to microwave pasta. Yeah, someone's making chili in the office again. Uh, thank chili, you. By the way, chili in the office. You know what that makes everyone think about. Kevin from the office. Kevin from the office yeah. when he made his homemade chili and spilled it all over the floor. <laughs> now, if we could get a moment like that tomorrow, that is... I'm sorry. The Office is one of the great shows of all time. That is the funniest moment in the history of The Office. Then you're going to have to eat it off the floor. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, if that happens with us, it will stay on the carpet probably for weeks. Yeah. Because weeks. nobody cleans in here, in this studio. Yeah. We just have to step right over it. But that was a gigantic... Kevin from The Office was carrying this gigantic bowl of chili. This is only four little cans. How many of these cans do I have to eat, Maggie? I mean, I think it's got to be as many as you can put down in a certain amount of time. Wait, wait, like no, 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 no. It's not yeah, a I, quantity challenge. Right. I thought it was just the embarrassment of having your face in a bowl of chili. Okay. Yes. It's not. Yeah. Have one an hour. Oh, I didn't think about that. No, it's fine. I'm just going to have <laughs> one bowl of chili yeah. with handcuffs on. I don't know why handcuffs. <laughs> you love the handcuffs also, thing. Yeah. You're talking, we're talking about five-way chili and handcuffs? <laughs> uh-huh. Who owns handcuffs? Uh, yeah. I have handcuffs. Yeah. Yeah. That actually doesn't doesn't shock. <laughs> that tracks. Uh, 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Remind us to get that whoever's in the closet at Pat's house how to go rescue them. <laughs> Nobody's in the closet. <laughs> All right. Sure. Um, Basement. I'm at the freezer. 855-212-4CBS. Okay. That's a <laughs> That's, that's a mean, bold that, accusation. That's murder. It's one thing for kidnapping. I know what I said. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. You're in a morning show right here on CBS Sports Radio. And to me, Red River Showdown, whatever you want to call it, rivalry happening this weekend. It's one of the great rivalries in college sports, in all of sports. You get the Texas State Fair with all the different foods and we'll get to some of the more unique offerings that they're going to have this year but way more pressure on Oklahoma in this game than Texas. Texas wait, 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 already wait, wait, wait. No. Yes. Texas, Texas has to win this game. Texas already has a win over Alabama. Yeah, they're thinking playoff. They can't lose this game and be in the playoff. They're the number 3 team in the country. I don't know if they can't lose this game but still win the Big 12 and get to the and get to the college football Maybe, playoff. but there's a lot of elite teams. Like this is very I, I don't know that that's certain. If they lose this game to Oklahoma, then it's going to be an uphill battle because you have a lot of teams that are shaping up to have really good records. But anyway. I mean, you get a lot. I think you store a lot of good faith. Like, you get a lot of good faith with the committee when you beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa. I think yeah. that's going to end up counting for a lot because I also think that Alabama is actually, they're not a bad team. And I think they're going to continue to win, which is going to make that win for Texas look better and better. Well, right. But they're going to be, they could possibly be boxed out by Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State. The winner, the Pac-12 is loaded. Someone in the Pac-12 has to be there this year. So I think it's just going to be a math game. This is a huge game for Texas, I think, as well. And you're right, Oklahoma, it's a huge game. But I don't know if there's pressure on Oklahoma. Does anyone expect them to be in the Final Four picture? No one was talking about them coming into the year. Well, I don't know. I mean, you do have a... I mean, he might not be a Heisman Trophy candidate, but you do have like a very highly touted quarterback in Dylan Gabriel. He's probably going to be playing playing next year on the pro level. Yeah. Uh, I think, listen, you're still trying to come out from under Lincoln Riley going to USC. There's certainly pressure here for Oklahoma. I. It's so funny you say that. I really feel like there's a ton of pressure on Texas here. If they, if they lose this game, everyone's going to say, oh, same old Texas. See, I don't think so because they didn't, they, they erase a lot of that with the Alabama win. 
Right, but that would be like Texas to blow a game like this. No, no, no. It would have been Texas to then lose to Wyoming the next week after beating Alabama. Be and true. they won 31-10. to 10. They beat Baylor 38-6 to 6 and then smoked Kansas 40-14. to 14. Like, yeah. they've already proven that they're not, you know, uh, like, they're not vulnerable for a big let- letdown. I don't know. Their schedule is super weak from now on. Yeah, it is. So, I don't know if they could get the wins. I mean, if you really look at the Final Four, because we're, we only have four this year. It's going to be tough. I don't know if they have to run the table. Last year, obviously, um, TCU ran the table until the uh, Big 12 title game. I, th- this is an interesting game. I don't think Texas can lose. That's It's funny you say that Alabama win. The other thing, too, is then if Texas does lose, they have to hope Alabama keeps playing Keep, well. Yeah, right. And we have no idea. Uh, let's hear a little sound, shall we? This is Tulsa head coach Kevin Wilson, but he's a former Oklahoma assistant talking about the best part of of the Cotton Bowl is the bus ride into the stadium. Driving, it's all jammed up. You're always playing early, that 11 o'clock kick for the most part, but you drive and you go past the stockade and around, and you pop in, there's about 30 to 40,000 people waiting on you. And they split the crowd and both buses come through. And you kind of, when I say both buses, both teams come through. And you got everybody beating on your bus and they're giving you a a number one sign of one choice. (laughs) And you don't know which one you're getting based on the color, you're getting a number one of one finger, another number one of another finger. And but you 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 come into this mass of people and it's like wow it's pretty cool. And of course you got all the fun stuff with the Texas State Fair. I do think this is one of the great rivalries yeah. in college football. Is it the best rivalry? I can't go that far, but I think it's. I mean, I think the best rivalry in college football because it's so unique has got to be Army Navy. It's so different. It means so much more to people. It puts it above Ohio State, Michigan, and mm. you know Alabama, Auburn, and Oregon, Oregon State because it's Army Navy. It goes to a different tier for me. To me, Army Navy's in a different category all into itself. And the truth is, I, I think everybody kind of roots for both schools in a way. Michigan Ohio State's clearly not only the best rivalry in college football, it's the best rivalry in sports. It's probably the only rivalry we left. Rivalries are generally dead because of a lot of reasons. Yeah. But that that one definitely endures. Maybe Duke North Carolina basketball, Michigan Ohio State, and the fact that both teams are in the top 5 right now and have been for the last few years makes it even better. Yeah, I mean, Army Navy's it's great. I love it. Everything is amazing about it. But the winner of Michigan Ohio State could win the title this year. It's true. It maybe counts for more as far as the college football playoff, but it's a totally other emotional note that it hits. Also, with Army-Navy, I know we're talking about college football but or college basketball if it's Duke, North Carolina. Like, you go to an Army-Navy, like, women's volleyball game, it's just, not just as intense, but it's every seat is packed with cadets and stuff. Like, it's it's every sport. It's not just for football or basketball. Yeah, it's but pretty amazing. Two gigantic states in the middle of the country where everybody in those states hates the other person's <laughs> football team. And then they're defined by that. We have a lot of friends in the media who went to both those schools. Yep. And if you at, you say one little joke about Ohio State or Michigan, they immediately get mad. And I, I could, yeah, the, that, you know that commercial on ESPN where the guy throws someone out of the car for Michigan, Ohio State? You can believe that. Like, those people hate each other. Army, Navy's different. My favorite part about this is looking at the menu for the Texas State Fair. I found one for you, Perloff. What do you got? I got deep fried honey butter brisket swirls. Ooh. This is a. That sounds amazing. This is a homemade cinnamon roll, deep fried honey butter brisket swirls, uh, 16 hour slow smoke, chopped brisket rolled and cut into swirls of smoky goodness, deep fried glaze. With secret honey butter sauce. Wait, where is the brisket? It's in inside it's, the cinnamon bun? Yeah. Huh. Wrapped up in the cinnamon bun. 
I like it. it. Sounds amazing. Okay, how about this for you? Deep fried Vietnamese coffee. <laughs> I don't understand. The cake is rolled into a ball, battered, deep fried, um, and they have slow brewed coffee infused into the cake. Oh, it sounds unbelievable. So it's not actually the, coffee. It's cake. It's, it's cake coffee with cake. coffee in it. How about, Pat, this one's for you, a fried fireball shot. I, f- I feel like this would be up your alley. You got um, angel food cake with fiery cinnamon fireball together, and you get to eat it. Fireball is actually the one liquor, like, from college that I will gag at the site of. <laughs> Bad night. Can never drink it Multiple. again. Multiple. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like for some, do you guys yes. have a, you guys have a particular liquor? Or yeah. There's always that, that, that one night that you had that you overdid it. And it's like, all right, I can never drink gin again. That was it. I did it. I overdid it. And now I, that was a for instance. Right. A lot of me. people have tequila. Is that drink? Yeah. Vodka. Basically everything. And for Pat, it's Fireball. Yeah. Like, mo- like multiple weekends in a row. And then finally I was like, what am I doing to myself? <laughs> or just the smell kind of brings you back. Well, yeah, because it's, like, I even kind of get, like, I used to love Big Red. If you don't chew Big Red, bleep you. But now it's like, I kind of associate Mm. that with Fireball. Big Red's not a great gum. Sounds like a fun night, It used to be, for me. used to be my go-to. Nothing like a hot breath. No, but the Big Red, it's like juicy fruit. It only lasts for, like, a second. Well, how long do you need that fiery hot cinnamon in your gums? Well, if you want to chew gum, it's just like, you can't be Pete Carroll out there with with some Big Red. A lot of cavities if you chew that kind of gum there, Pat. <laughs> Disappointed you, in you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 